Hello and welcome to This Is Our Year in Minnesota Vikings podcast. I'm Mikey Kalpikoff. We have Carrie Armagost and Austin Southers here today. You guys excited for this home game against the Lions? Oh, I'm pumped. I think if there was ever a, a game you could count as a win, it's this game. Um, yeah, I mean, as long as we don't have – if we're – my whole fear is just the fourth quarter against the Lions. And typically, every game they've had this year, they've kind of not looked good in the first three, but more of a comeback in the fourth. Which, I mean, I don't know. As long as we don't give them that opportunity in the fourth, I think this should be a win. Right. The pack, the the Lions, excuse me, they haven't lost to bad teams so far. They're 0-4. They've lost yeah. to the 49ers, the Packers, the Ravens, and the Bears. All teams, first of all, that we will have to face this year. Mm-hmm. And none of them are bad. So, like, just because they're 0-4 doesn't mean that this is a gimme game but we've we've been on a long streak against the lions and i feel like a game like this couldn't come at a much better time for us i agree i mean no kidding yeah Yeah. this is a a nice game this is putting us one game below 500 if we win this game and i mean we still get to face them one other time this season Mm -hmm. so that's a I mean, it just feels like the classic Vikings trap game in my eyes. But I'm trying to remain optimistic. Um, these Lions are the same old Lions. and No, they're not the same old Lions. They're new Lions. They're a new Lions, but let's be real. This is exactly what we expected. So yeah. I'm not too worried at all. But especially That's with the, the Lions injury report, which looks pretty substantial. Yeah, I'll get into that right now. That's perfect. In injury news, the Lions have questionable going into this game. Linebacker Trey Flowers, tight end TJ Hawkinson, uh, their first-round draft pick this year and tackle Penny Sewell, and their top two running backs, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. Now, Penny Sewell uh, didn't practice all week, except for on Friday. He did practice in a limited capacity. Now, the Vikings, Anthony Barr has been a full participant since Wednesday, and he should play this week, which is really exciting. Out for Sunday for the Vikings are Amir Smith-Marset and Michael Pierce. Questionable is Dalvin Cook. So I do have a question, And, and and I have my answer, but is it a good idea to keep Cook out of this game? Yes. Yeah, I think it's a smart idea. I think this is a game that it doesn't matter who you have at running back position. They're just going to get – they're going to find openings. Um, I think Alexander Madison is the smarter start. I think Dalvin has been showing that he has this lingering injury, and I think he may need one more week just sit out. Yeah, because next week we've got Carolina, and I know that we, we have to take this week by week, but also being realistic here, we're going to need him that week, and then he can rest up during the bye week. But yeah, I, I yeah. agree. I could also even see them just sitting him these next two weeks. Yeah, I, I could see it. I think it's going to be a little bit tougher of a matchup in Carolina. So I wouldn't, I don't want that. Obviously we want Cook to be on the field, but if he's not ready, I don't want, I don't want to push him. I mean, he just signed 
a multi-year contract extension. We don't need him to have a to suffer a potential career-ending injury just because we want to win now. Yeah. And Madison, like you said, he is capable. And again, like that's part of my argument for yes, we've got, you know, a good capable back in Madison. Um, but also, like I, I was talking about it before, earlier in the week, I think the Vikings offense came to life, really, when we didn't have Cook to rely on. It seems that when we get comfortable running on all three downs, just because Cook is a playmaker, I don't know. It, we we put ourselves in a box, it looks like. Well, Keep the ball in Kirk's hands, and hopefully our receivers will just have a better time getting open this week against the Lions defense as opposed to the Browns defense, which the Lions allow 251 air yards per game so far this season. 251. The Browns allowed 184. That's a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm all for keeping the ball in Kirk's hands. And I know last year that was that was kind of the name of the game against the Lions. And it yeah. was a shootout, but we ultimately came out on the right side of it. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think this year especially the Lions defense's biggest weakness has been that run defense. Um, and, I mean, we have the running back depth. I think we can start Alexander Madison. Uh, though, I mean, it's scary because I think we have seen both sides of the coin of not Crook not being there against Seattle. We didn't have Cook, and our offense seemed to work even more smooth. smooth. But last week, I mean, when we lost Cook, the only two drives I really remember Cook being there was the first drive when we got all the way down the field, and then the last drive when he came back in, we got down the field. In between that, we were pretty stagnant at offense. So it is a little scary to see that we do have problems when he's not there. But I think it's more of we just have problems when the run game's not there, just not him in general. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And I, I think if as long as we can just match what they put out and with their running back injuries, it sounds like they're not going to be able to put out a whole lot. I think this one is definitely going to just like lean in our favor as a whole. I don't think that it is possible for them to keep up with us on offense. Even if we, if we even put out, you know, like the second string defense against these guys, I don't, I still don't think they'd be able to keep up. I just don't think they have the manpower right now. No, I I think – I mean, I think we have a little bit of an injury bug too. But, I mean, they Detroit has the injury pandemic. It's too soon, too soon. <laughs> but it's, ooh, when you're – I mean, I'm looking at that offense and who are the, the two guys I'm trusting the most on that Detroit offense that are healthy is – Jared Goff and Clinton Cephas. Yeah. Those are the yeah. people, and that's not even that scary. Yeah, most of the difference makers from years past, I, all of the difference makers from years past are gone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they had Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones even last year, and yeah. they were able to kind of torture our pass defense even in that last game, but both of them have moved on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just back to that uh, – the Lions run defense, they rank 24th in the league with 133 yards per game. Uh, right. Do you have any guess as to what the Browns ranked in their rush defense? Oh, I bet they're top five. They ranked third, 66 yeah. rush yards per game on average. I mean, we knew what we we going from to last week. We knew what we were facing. We kind of. I, I mean, if we were going to lose a game, I kind of figured that was going to be a game we were going to lose. 
was against the Browns. That defense is – I mean, they're playing playoff-level defense right now. Yeah, they are. They picked up nine sacks against the Bears the week before they faced us. Mm-hmm. Like, in, in a lot of ways, they are – they're just a top, top defense. So, yeah. I mean, it, that was one of those could have gone either way games. But they just had our number last week. But no, – um, Defensively. And, I mean, I hope our defense from last week carries over to this week. I mean, we did – our defense played very well last week against the Browns. We kept them very low as well. Our pass defense did really well. Our run defense throughout this season has been – it's been pretty abysmal. We're actually ranked lower than the Lions. They're 24th. We're ranked 25th in yards allowed per game with yeah. 136 yards per game, 4.8 yards per rush, which is 28th in the league, and 30 missed tackles, which is 29th in the league. I mean, good thing their top two running backs are questionable for the game. That's, yeah, yeah that's they're banged up. swinging in our favor. Right. Yeah, we've gone up against some pretty decent run running backs this year so far. And, I mean, we've gone up against some pretty good O-lines as well. We have. So, like, overall, the Vikings have a really tough schedule this year. Mm-hmm. So that's that's going to happen. But I think, you know, especially with this run defense, these numbers, they're big problems. Yeah. But I think we we do have the talent to be better. Now I think it's up to Zimmer to step up and coach the defense the way that he advertises it. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you're a defensive coach. Let's see the defense be the best part of this team. And I mean, uh, I don't know. This game, we're really going into it. I think we're going to start off really hot. I think our I predict first drive touchdown. We're going to continue this streak. And I think we're going to probably be running the ball. And I do think Alexander Madison's probably going to be taking the most snaps unless they play Cook. But I really, even if they play Cook, I think he should be on a limited snap count. Yeah, Agreed. I think I think they'll be smart about it. I think just because – you know, they tried to play him last week. It didn't go well. I think they're going to probably lean towards caution, especially this close to the bye week and close to another must-win game. We need to be 500 going into the bye, and I think they know that just as well as we do. Yeah, so, I, mean, I think one of the biggest reasons we lost last week was Cook cutting it into a groove right away, and then he got hurt, and then we had to put Alexander Madison in, and he came in at a bad time and couldn't catch a groove either. And then at the end of the game, we got rid of Alexander Madison and put Cook back in, and he had to pretty much start from – we never established that run game, basically, is what I'm saying. Correct. I think it's almost smarter this week to maybe just go with the backup, and I think that's the big question this week for the Vikings, is start Alexander Madison and just let him get into a groove like he did against the Seattle. Yeah, and he's, he's had experience starting against the Lions defense before, too. I think he started that week 17 game last year. I mean, the Vikings Instagram just posted that video of him hurtling that Lions player. Totally embarrassing. So, yeah, this guy's not afraid to run against these Lions. No. And I, I like it. I think it's a smart idea. I mean, when we have Alexander Madison on the field, defenses don't know what we're going to do. And, I mean, Cook, yes, you're our best player. But sometimes I feel like when he's on the field, it's pretty easy to game plan against us because they kind of just have an idea of what we're going to do because we're just going to make sure to feed Cook the ball. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, 
Yeah, I think it might be a smarter idea and it might game plan and throw the defense off if we go a different route. Start with Alexander Madison, maybe go pass heavy right away instead of run heavy, but it's all about making those plays and getting the rhythm going. Mm-hmm. Well, the Packers are going against the Bengals tomorrow, both three and one. Uh, what do we think about that? That's one well, I feel I I want to be hopeful for the Bengals. You know, the way that they looked against us, like they they didn't look like a terrible team. But... Exactly. And then another hot team in the AFC, the Bears are going to Las Vegas to play against the Raiders. So I don't know. There's potential that uh, the Vikings could be the lone victor in the NFC North this week. No, I've, and with that matchup, the Bears and Las Vegas, I've gone back and forth on who I think is going to win that one. I, think, I don't I, know. I, I think I, I picked the Bears this week, actually, with that one. I don't on the fact that David Montgomery is not there. He's not playing this week. Um, that's a big hit. I mean, Justin Fields hasn't sold me. I don't think he sold anybody yet. He's still, I think, trying to learn this role and everything. And you're going up against a team that has been able to keep up scoring with practically any team they've gone up against. And I don't know. I don't see Justin Fields and the Bears being able to keep up with everybody as fast. I think the Bears' defense can keep them maybe in the game. But I don't, I don't have enough trust at Justin Fields at QB, especially without your stud running back. He just he hasn't proven to be a good passing QB yet so far. So I do think the Bears are going to lose it, but I do think the Packers are probably going to take the win over the Bengals. Well, and then you got Jair Alexander who's heading to IR. I mean, that's that's a big, massive weapon gone for the Pack. And I, <laughs> Burrow, he's playing good this year. I I think I think he and Chase will find a way to slice and dice these Packers, especially if they're at home. Yeah, and I mean, Joey franchise. <laughs> he Higgins is playing. I think this week, but I've. I've seen Joe Mixon has been injured, so that's scary too. I mean, when you lose your run game, if you don't have a run game to start the game and then you get shut down on the pass, you're pretty much just done. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting, but I'm really hoping. I think the Bengals is more likely to win than I think. I think – never mind. Let me take that back. Raiders, I think, have a better shot at winning against one of our divisional teams than the Bengals. It's tough. I think both of those are – they're they're good matchups where I feel like my gut is to say that the NFC teams are gonna take it, but I don't know. These aren't the same Bengals and Raiders teams that you know maybe we saw last year even. So I don't know. Um, I guess okay. I've got a few interesting facts about our matchup though. Just a few. Um, okay. So. And this is all these stats. I found them before the Thursday night game. So. A couple of these may have changed and, you know, who knows. But the Lions are tied for 12th in the league for most sacks allowed with 10. They've allowed 10 so far this season. Vikings are tied for fourth in the league in sacks given. We've sacked QBs 13 times this year, and that's fourth in the league. Um, And Lions have only nine sacks this season. And that is tied with the Seahawks, at least as of before this Thursday night game, tied with the Seahawks for the least of all of the Vikings opponents that we've faced so far. So I think as far as what we can expect for a pass rush, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a lot. I think we'll be able to, you know, keep Kirk upright for the most part, which is great because he does well when he is not pressured. Yeah, 
I think that's a, po- a very positive and a, it's a nice fact to look at. I mean, going into this game just because, and I think Kirk this year has been doing better at being aware of your presence in the pocket. And yeah, it's a nice relief to know that the defense coming at you isn't one of the top premier pass rushing defense. It's nice to know that, Hey, I may have an extra second or two to stay in this pocket or stay in this backfield and let a play develop. So yeah, that is a very comforting, comforting fact to hear. Yeah. Also, right, should we go to hot takes? Oh yeah, sure. Unless Let's do one that. More. Oh yeah. I was just going to say, I know that there's, there's some really favorable matchups for our defensive line this week too. I mean, even without, Sewell, I think, you know, they're they're going to be down a few starting offensive linemen. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so I think, you know, we'll obviously be looking for a huge day from uh, Daniel Hunter and company. I have uh, one more little thing that I found on Twitter. I thought it was a really interesting thing. Uh, will Raggetts on Twitter found this stat. He says, under Zimmer, the Vikings have gone off on hot streaks starting in week five. In 2015, they won five straight after a two and two start. In 2017, they won eight straight after a two and two start. In 2018, they won four of five after starting one, two, and one. And in 2019, they won six and six out of seven after starting two and three. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Vikings. That's how it usually goes. Mid, we're a mid-season team. We're a team that I think a lot of times people don't start hot and then people forget about and then you get to the end of the season and we're playing for that wild card spot or we're playing for a contendership. So yeah, I, I can, I can see those facts being true. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I can see this team, you know, being one where, you know, we struggle early, we have struggled early, but you know, we've learned a lot about what this team can do, what we're good at kind of finding a little bit of our identity, hopefully. And, uh, you know, this team has found ways to win in the midseason, so yeah. and go on win streaks. So yeah, I'm I'm really happy about that. Whew. Yeah. So hot takes. Carrie, you got one? Kirk Kirk will throw for four hundred plus. Wow. I like it. I like it. And I can see it happening. I think I, that is that's I think a, this is the week. I I'm there's going to be touchdowns all around. I'm thinking 404 plus touchdowns. Wow. Cuz I I I'm predicting another sort of game and I hate to say this where there's going to be like if if Dalvin is active for the game, we're going to run into the same sort of thing last week. I'm not saying we won't get the running game going, but we won't like be able to ease into it as much. And I think we're going to be relying a little bit more on the pass. So, yeah, I'm thinking Kirk 400 plus and four touchdowns. Book it. I like it. I like what we got. Yeah. Um, mine is a defensive hot take. I think this is the bounce back week for the run defense. I think that the Vikings D holds the Lions to less than 70 yards on the ground. Okay. I like Which, it. That's a, that's a big thing for them this year. That would be huge. No, yeah, I, I could see it. Yeah, less than 70 yards. What do you got, Austin? Um, my hot take, it, it's a little um, – I guess it's a little situational. So if Dalvin Cook does not play, if they decide to go game plan with Alexander Madison at the helm, then here's a hot take. I think he is going to have 200 combined yards from rushing and receiving. I think he will go off and absolutely 
annihilate this Detroit Lions defense. Jeez. Wow. I'd love like, to see I, it. I mean, how many are how many? I can't remember. We'll have to look it up. But he was huge at the Seattle game for like receiving and running. He was all well over 125 combined yards. So oh, yeah, I I mean I could see it. He he I think he'll dominate in the run if he runs. Um, he's a great runner, and also I think he's just such a a threat still with the passing game as well. So. I don't think just a whole 200 rushing yards, but I think combined yards with him, if he is truly going to be the main workhorse for the game, I think he'll just kill it. Yeah, I think that's true. And I, I see us having a lead. So I think that's a, I think that's a really realistic take. Um, some realistic keys to victory for me. And, you know, we've touched on a lot of these, but here we go. I've got get back on track with the running game, with whether it's with Cook or with Madison we faced the number three, a top three defense, at least in the run game last week. This should not be a representation of what the Vikings run game has turned into. I no. think we get back on track this week. That's one. Um, solid protection for Kirk. I think that can happen too. He's not facing an elite pass rusher like Miles Garrett or Jadavian Clowney or no. the entire Browns defense. No which, kidding. Yeah, they were great. Not to mention, uh, our receivers struggled. The only receiver really who didn't struggle last week to get open was probably Justin Jefferson. Yeah, not true. Like, Thielen struggled, which you don't really see a lot of tough days for Thielen these days. But, no, hats off to the Browns' defense. They were very good. Um, another key, keep up this solid pass defense. It's been yeah. We've been pretty good the last couple of weeks. It, we haven't been perfect, but no, I agree with you on that. I mean, the past defense is kind of giving me reinsurance. Uh, do you remember, like, was it, I don't, was it last year or two years ago when we had Xavier, Xavier Rhodes? Xavier Rhodes' last season was 2019. That was bad. I mean, that was every game. It was big play, big play giving up. And I yeah. think I want to we'll, – I'll have to look it up for our next uh, show, but I want to see how many – 20 plus yard passes have we given up so far this season feels like a lot already i mean yeah but i mean if you're i feel like that's for everybody's team almost you just remember them especially but yeah i want to see that but i think yeah our past defense has really grown and improved i really like seeing patrick peterson what he's been giving and helping do this role i know he's not as dominant as he used to be but still it gives me such a presence that is like really reassuring having a vet like him in that field. Right. And like the things that he can teach to the younger guys, that's are very, very young guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's huge. That is, that's a huge, huge foundational win for us. My last key is, uh, and we, we touched on it, but just get to Jared Goff, you know, rattle him because if we can, if we can stop, their run game, which it looks like they're going to be handicapped in the run game already. You know, we can make this offense as one dimensional as possible by just, you know, forcing them to keep the ball into Goff's hands. And, you know, then we get to him with our pass rush, which I think that should happen this week too. I think, uh, I think Daniel Hunter is going to eat. Also though, I think um, this is going to be our turnover week. I feel like we just haven't been able to get a lot of like interceptions and stuff, I think this is going to be the week we're going to get a couple. I think Harrison is going to snag a couple. 
I, I just think I think we'll get two interceptions this week. Do you think a cornerback gets an interception this week? Yes. Who do you think it's going to be? Cameron Dantzler. Yeah, I could. You know, maybe Patrick Peterson. He's been doing a lot. I could see him just sneak in there and get one. I think it's going to be one of the older guys in the back. I like that you guys said those guys because my guess is Mackenzie Alexander. I, like hey, I, was, I was leaning towards that. I was leaning towards him. I, he's really been impressing me this season. But I don't know. I think it's going to be one of the old dudes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a really fun game. Uh, score prediction? Um, Austin, what do you got? Yeah, got 33 to 20. Okay. And I, I, I it, it, but it's, it's not going to be that tight. I think it's going to, like, we're going to go into the fourth quarter and we're going to maybe have, like, 27 and they'll have maybe 7 or 10. And then they'll get like 10 points because typically the Lions have been rallying at the end of the games. Yeah. So I think, I think a lot of the Lions po- points will become garbage points at the end of the game. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I can see it happening. Um, my score prediction is going to be 27 14 Vikings. You know, I think what's going to happen, I think we will, we will end strong defensively. I don't, I don't know. That's just my prediction. I think defensively we're going to end strong, but I don't think it's going to be quite as big of an offensive uh, explosion as maybe some fans would like. I think I think our defense is going to step up and then we're going to go to kick and field goals, you know, which is fine. If we're ahead, if we're ahead by that much and we're like truly dominating, I'm all right with that. 27-14 Vikings. I'm going 31-16 Vikes. I just think. This is Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins' day. Kirk, it's not Kirk's day. It's Kirk's month. It's Kirktober. It is Kirktober. Oh. Sure, you'll right. lose every game in October because of this. <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> well, I. Uh, any final thoughts from you guys? This is a must win. Yeah, it's not even. It's less of a must win. It's more of a must not lose. Yeah, we can't fall to two and three. I well, no. What are we? Not two and three. Sorry, Uh, one and four. Four. Yeah, we can't fall to one and four. We need to get two to three, just to keep us close to that five hundred threshold. Once we get to five hundred, especially with I think just how the league has been this year with teams and how vulnerable I think our division looks, I think that puts us in a spot to still win or at least grab a wild card. Right. And this one is also extra important because, I mean, it's a division game. Yeah, we, we, need, get- to, we need to get a division win. Uh, I think everybody other than the Lions, Bears and Packers each have a division win. If we yeah. don't do that, that really hurts us. You know, because our whole division started off slow. What this really is, this is a race to win the division. And we we can't win the race if we start off 0-1 against the Lions. Yeah, I and mean, I think this game's more important to Lions than it is to Vikings. I mean, <laughs> the Lions lose this game, their season's practically done. Yeah, they've lost already half of their division games if they lose tomorrow. Yeah, if they lose tomorrow, you're right. Half the divisional games are gone and they've already haven't won a game yet. So what are you going to do? Give up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, just 
honestly, I could see a lot of Lions players start starting to sit after this. I mean, really, why start some guys that are future stars for your industry if you know you're not going to win anything? Yeah, it's it's hard. You hate to be in that position, but, you know, I hate to talk like that because that could easily be us. We could be talking that way, and that's that makes for a really boring season. I so, never tank, though. We never tank. No, no. And most teams don't truly tank. Players don't tank, you know. New York. But, <laughs> maybe they should. I think they, they I think their goal is to tank for like five years straight. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Uh we can always have it worse. That is that's true. Oh, one thing before I go, one guy that I actually think is gonna have a big game is Tyler Conklin. You think so? I really? think I, I think Tyler Conklin is gonna have a big game this week. I think he's gonna be a lot I don't know. I think this is going to be a game we're going to run almost a lot like that Seattle game. I think we're going to just really try to play. And I think if Cook's not playing, it's going to be like it's going to be Conklin and Madison getting those like chunk yards just to open up a big play to get it to either Thielen or Jefferson. Well, with uh, Trey Flowers limited, I mean, I suppose we'll could, find out. Yeah, that could be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy to talk to you guys. Uh, I'm really Always looking a pleasure. forward to tomorrow. Yes, always a pleasure. Um, well, in the meantime, while you're waiting for our next episode, make sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at T-I-O-Y Vikings. Well, tomorrow's a big day. We got 9 a.m. football game. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's funny. that that. I'm starting the New York Jets D. That's my final thought. Oh, gosh. Hoping on the Falcons have just major jet lag. Yep. Good luck. I mean, I, that Falcons team, I mean, they don't have Calvin Ridley, so. But but you know who they do have? Cordero Patterson. Yeah. The, wow. MVP. Is it too late to give it to him? It, it, I think he, he should solidly be in the MVP race. Well, honestly, <laughs> and I mean, like, you got, like, a lot of players so who are cursed. How many players we have right now competing for, like, comeback player of the year? I think he could be in the running, too. Yeah, gosh. All All right. right. (laughs) Let's wrap this up. Okay. We will talk to you guys later. Skull Vikings. Skull Vikes. See you guys. See ya. Boy.